0: Here comes Warcraft! I'm Frank Benali, and you're listening to In That Number. Hello, and thank you for listening to In That Number. I am your host, Ray Hunt. You can find me on Twitter at RayHunt84, my co host, Kevin Milverton at Moscow Mush. You can follow the show at NumberPodcast. Subscribe, rate, review. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and if you would like to drop us a line, send us an email to InNetNumberPodcast at gmail.com. On with the show. Joining us a little later on, we have Dave Azapardi from Talking Wolves. He's going to preview our next clash after the international break. But before we chat with Dave, we have the usual nonsense to get through. You've got that abysmal display against Chelsea. We have the usual ITN news, Super 6, fantasy football and everything else. But um, first, allow me to bring in my co-host back home in Moscow, the Moscow mush, Kevin Wilberton. How are you, Kev, you son of a bitch? Or as they say in Russia, sukin sin.
1: Хорошо, <laughs> ублюдок. Yeah, I'm I'm good, you bastard. Um, yeah, finally back. It seems like I've been here for ages, though. But um, it does, doesn't I, it? I only arrived on Monday, but so much has happened since.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It does feel like you've been there for for ages.
1: Ah, oh, you're missing me already, are
0: you? I am. Yeah, it's not the same without Kevin. Ah. Hmm. um anyway how have you been this week have you uh you've been busy with with work i presume
1: yeah yeah i've been been full on trying to get in four days work sorry five days work into four um uh, just more or less worked out uh, i was at a birthday party yesterday had a few beverages oh
0: whose um, birthday
1: party um it was um missus's friend oh okay nice uh, so, oh,
0: but, yeah. oh okay so you're hung over again
1: um, yeah, but I'm um, a little bit of hair of the dog. I've got um, a lovely, velvety stout in my hand here. Uh, it's a uh, Guinness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm I'm pretty similar, and I've got like a nice, smooth, light, silky lager. It's um, Carlsberg. I think it's I think it's Danish.
1: Um yeah, I may have heard of them. Yeah, <laughs> little craft brewery there. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, I'm just drowning my sorrows after after the Saints game.
1: Yeah, same
0: I, here. And then I happened to watch the Newcastle and Man United game as well. And again, just, whoa, what's going on this weekend? Just just awful.
1: But, it's a um, crazy season, I mean, outside of Liverpool.
0: Yeah, I mean, Wolves, congratulations to Wolves, by the way. But, I mean, yeah. they have just given the title to Liverpool, but
1: whatever. It's too early to talk about that. We all know what Liverpool are capable of.
0: Yeah, let's just let's just hope they can fuck it up because I'm. Spurs not, it up. I am, yeah. Spurs it up, yeah. I'm not having Liverpool winning the league. I just won't do it.
1: Well, you never know, Palace might actually challenge them for the title this season. That'll be nice. that would be nice. This is ITN in that number news.
0: Okay, so ITN news. Um. Would you like to start this week, Kev, for a change?
1: Sure, why not? Um, Let's start with, um, very briefly, I've seen Guinness in my hand, Mm. Um, Shane Long.
0: Yeah, Uh, one for you, Kev, one for you.
1: One of my favourite players, but um, uh, yes, uh, he's been left out of Mick McCarthy's Republic of Ireland squad for their upcoming qualifiers against Georgia and Switzerland. And looking at today's performance, it's not hard to see why.
0: No. No, you could say that for any of them they just drop them all from the internationals.
1: Or all the Irish?
0: No, 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 no. no. Just every <laughs>
1: international.
0: Whoa. No no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, that hard border's coming down very hard. No. Um Yes. And um other players at the moment sort of in the news. I mean we've got a few injuries, nickels and other things that have sidelined players. Yeah. Um Cedric We did say last week with uh, Freddie on, I said that wasn't really an injury. Cedric just said he wasn't really up for it. Um, Yeah,
0: yeah. What did you hear about this?
1: Um, I mean, I obviously just uh, an unsubstantiated rumour because apparently he does have something genuine that he picked up um, in the warm-up.
0: Wow. Okay. Because I was looking, listening closely. Because after you said what you did last week, I mean, I wasn't aware until you broke that news. So I was looking at it this week, and I read a well. I, I'm not going to be able to find it now, but I, 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 I'm sure I read that Ralph was, like, baffled by this because he was unsure yeah. of what happened there.
1: So, I mean, maybe it's just been interpreted that he was baffled as to why he was pulling out, i.e. he doesn't have an injury, Suppose you could interpret it that way, or or baffled that, I mean, he seemed fine until about ten minutes before. Maybe Ralph didn't have time to check it out or have, you know, a doctor give him a report on that. Event. But, um... Yeah, either way, um, he wasn't in the squad today, but yeah, I wish him wish him um, a speedy recovery because um yeah I think I think we're going to need him.
0: Having said that, I don't think Valerie was the worst worst performer on the pitch today, so
1: it's not a compliment though, is it?
0: It's not no. Um, and I wanted to check with you as well, Kev, about Shea Adams, about you know, because his Spurs absence to me, I mean, what we all heard, I mean, we didn't, well, I mean, we we were unsure at the time, weren't we? We just thought, I mean, because we were at the wedding last week. We looked at the team sheet and saw that Shea wasn't included in the um, in the team whatsoever. Um, and we were confused about it. We thought maybe he's picked up an injury. But no, apparently Ralph has said that he it was just down to him having needing a break. But then, you know, he's had his break on the bench today. So it kind of feels like a bit of punishment there.
1: I mean, punishment's obviously not a good strategy for someone who's just trying to um, stamp their mark on the Premier League. Still looking for a goal after... Oh, God, what? I, I think that's eight... eight, eight, eight,
0: eight, eight, eight games.
1: Yeah. Eight games, and he started in in most of them. So, yeah. Um, I don't think it's about punishing him. It's just, you know, there's only so long you can wait. And he, again, came off the bench today, didn't do much. So, uh, yeah, it's sad. I don't know. And it, there's just these more and more of these weird situations and stories. The Bertrand situation, where he's perfectly healthy, you know, he's pretty much nailed on as a left-back for God knows how many seasons now. And, yeah, he's been left out of the squad in order to play um, other players out of position.
0: Yeah, Danso being one of them. Yeah, it does seem, yeah. does seem a bit weird there. I, I'm still under the opinion that Ralph isn't sure of his his back four, slash three, slash five, whatever he wants to do.
1: Well, there, clearly.
0: there is just not, no cohesion with that, with that back line. And we saw that today. It was Fully evident. Um, One more thing. Uh, Did you hear the news about Ross Wilson? No. Okay. So there's talks about him going to Rangers as their director of football. Um,
1: That would be a shame.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I I heard. I I mean, I I listened to that fans forum at the start of the season. I thought he was. He he seemed switched on, and it would be a shame to lose him. I think the board that we currently have, I'm quite happy with it. How many? How, how often can you say that about the current board?
1: I think we just need stability. You know, we thought that there were so many positions towards the tail end of last season that hadn't been filled, uh, in, you know, behind the scenes. And, we, yeah, one by one, they all, they all filled up and we sort of reported on that. I thought, right, OK, we can get on with doing the business. But, yeah, that, and then after um, Danny Roll left. Mm. You know, we've got another position that needs to fill. We just need a bit of stability, you know, on the pitch and off
0: it. Yeah, it seems to me that the wheels have fallen off in every position, and I don't just mean on the pitch. It's just, yeah, it seems to be falling apart right now. I can't, can't understand it has, why.
1: Has been for for a while though.
0: Yeah, but we thought we were back on it, and I mean, <laughs> I don't want to go too much into the game yet, but we we did think that this was the this was the season that we were gonna. Be out of the doldrums, but apparently not.
1: Yeah. Speaking of doldrums, uh, do you see that Claude Boyle's got a new job yep. managing Saint Etienne?
0: I could not give a fuck. Ah, oh, poor Claude. Poor Claude. Don't
1: care what well, he does. Well, he's got a job now, so good luck to him.
0: Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Moving
1: on. <laughs> um. Yeah. Some more shit. Oh God, there's no good news, is there? No. Nope. It's never good news. Um. Hmm. So yeah. Not only, Mate, you want to see uh, the
0: news in Britain right now. I mean, we've got Boris Johnson.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's leaving the country. So maybe maybe that's what Saints can blame all of their uh, misfortunes on. It's Boris fucking Johnson. <laughs> so he, he promised us $350 million for for uh, the playing budget for next season. Are we going to see it? <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> So it's not only the first team that's struggling on the pitch. The under twenty threes have lost their second game in the Leasing dot com Trophy, and I'm not making that name up.
0: That sounds like it's one of your sponsors. Your made-up sponsors. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it could, I mean, it could be. Maybe it's a Chinese betting company, Leasing. <laughs> um, so yeah, that day. Yeah, the, the, after the, they got beaten three two by Forest Green Rovers, uh, beginning September. I lost 1-0 to Warsaw, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be difficult for them to get out of that group now. So, uh, oh, well, <laughs> there you go.
0: More bad news, yeah. Alas. OK, so we go into Sunday's game against Chelsea. So the score was 4-1. Terrible, terrible score. Uh, terrible result. Really, really makes it difficult to podcast this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to start with the, the starting eleven, Kev, and I'm going to just just run through the players, and then you can have your say on that. So we got we had Gunn, Valerie, Valerie back, Bednarek, Yoshida, Bertrand, Rameau, Hoyberg, James Ward-Prowse, Redmond, excuse me, Ings and Long. The bench was McCarthy, Stevens, Adams, Armstrong, Buffao, Oberfemi, and Danso. Now, Kev, looking at that starting eleven, I mean, I said that's probably what I would do. To be honest, I cannot see a problem with that. That is exactly how I'd be playing it. I mean, we've got the, you've got the wing-backs there. You've got, you've got your Bertrand. You've got your Valerie back. I wouldn't play Vestergaard. I would definitely play Yoshida and Bednarek. You've got your holder midfielders in Romeo and Hoyberg, You've got your, your roaming midfielders in Redmond and James Ward-Prowse. And you've got Ings, who's been playing very well lately. And you've got Long back in the side. What could possibly go wrong? That is the perfect team. OK, the only problem that i have with that is i am not a gun fan so i'd probably play mccarthy but other than that what's the problem with that team
1: yeah i mean it seemed fine it's a it's a strong squad uh valerie's just a straight swap for the injured cedric um
0: well i mean we could have said that last week against tottenham but it wasn't the case
1: yeah um i think maybe he's just realized that same uh, as with bertrand before him um, and yeah, the midfield, um, yeah, no problems there. Ings and Long, Long. I mean, it's Long starting is that necessary? I would have maybe gone with over um well,
0: I like to think that he put Long in and then kept Adams off because he thought starting Adams isn't clearly isn't working. Hmm. Let's bring Adams off the bench and see what he can do. Give him an, a, a different dimension. Clearly, neither's working. So.
1: Okay, but I mean, he started Fermi against Pompey and he had a good first half. So yeah, I would maybe giving him a chance in the Premier League. Uh, Bufar being benched, uh, yeah, again maybe you could play him over long, and uh, yeah, other than that, a back four against a very strong Chelsea side—it's a bit of a risk—and that clearly didn't didn't pay off.
0: Absolutely not. Right, so, and
1: sorry, yeah, Gunn. sorry, um, yeah, Gun on his on his third strike for me. Um, oh, I'm
0: so glad you said this.
1: Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people, even before the game, were questioning um, why guns should start, and now I, th- I think he doesn't really have any options, does he, but to, to play McCarthy, but hey.
0: This is my only concern with Hurtle is that he's not making the decisions soon enough. I mean, I, 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 I'm basing I'm this on in-game as well as before, but, I mean, you, you're never going to please everybody, sure, but we've said like last week that maybe he should have made the substitutions a little bit earlier
1: could say the same today
0: it could yeah definitely definitely could have done um but but why is he starting Gun still I mean he, McCarthy must have done something wrong I mean I don't want to to bash I don't, to bash Gun. I, I just don't think he's right
1: I don't think that's the case I think it's just that um you do have to stick with your goalkeepers because it's very easy to get I mean we've seen it with, with uh Forster to sure, uh, get yeah. into that negative mindset um so yeah, the fans might be on your back, but as long as the managers behind you, you know, you can put put that defeat to one side and then come back and and, and try and do it again. But I mean, there's only someone who can do that. And McCarthy hasn't done anything wrong, so yeah, you risk uh, doing the same with with McCarthy now. If, if, if he's sitting there on the bench looking at what Gunn's doing and thinking, well, you know, why am I sat here?
0: Yeah, I'm, I mean, like you said, there's there's got to be a there's got to be a time for it now. There has to be. But then again the the international break could come at a great time for gun. He could just like regroup and then be ready to go again against walls. But I mean I don't know. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Anyway, so the game 4 1. Kevin, please, please tell me what the fuck went wrong today.
1: No to просто полный пиздец. Вообще ничего, они Просто импотенты какие-то и в полузащите, не знаю, они здесь спят что ли? Просто мудаки смешные.
0: Exactly, I I second that. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, пиздец.
1: Пиздец, полный пиздец, yeah, total fucking пиздец. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it started. We started fine. I I was, you know, getting quite excited for the first me too, time. Me In too. Me Minutes, I thought. But
0: do you know what, Keve? This is this is a, this is a reoccurring feature that we always start well so that a high press seems to work. I mean, are you starting to see now? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but whenever we had Haas and Hurtle, oh, sorry, um, Pochettino and Kuhn, his game, his style of football, it seemed to be a high press, especially with Pochettino, all the way throughout. Mm. Haas seems to first ten minutes, and that's it? And I don't know if that's his problem, or the players, I'm not quite sure because they seem to—they just seem to be a bit leggy after that. They just don't seem to be chasing down anything. As you say, like 44 seconds into the game, Redmond has his shot, and I thought, do you know what, we're gonna do him here. I was so, yeah, we're gonna do him.
1: Yeah, I mean Redmond, blow from the off, with that, that 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 shot from distance, but um, I think that was as bit, as as good as his game got.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, and then it was kind of, I, I say it was quite even but i'd say saints had the better of the play before the abraham goal yeah. 16 minutes into the game um the lob over gun is that gun's fault yes me? yeah okay me too i mean just
1: came off his line just, what
0: was just, he doing there he came off his line didn't do anything he didn't put his hands up he didn't do anything he just stood there like i'm here <laughs> love <Lobbed> me <laughs> yeah um yeah. And, and i will want to say i do
1: Oh no, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he did tried his best.
0: Everything he possibly could to get to that. Um but but Angus Gunn, I'm afraid.
1: But mistake. it was Yeah, Hudson odoi who beat him just and then he manages to get right back to the back line. It's a fraction of a second earlier and, and he would have cleared that But
0: Yeah. You let, yeah. That, you let that one go, but then Okay, the second one. From what I saw, the, the Mason Mount goal that um the they're just fucking about with the ball. Yeah. Just lost the composure, couldn't deal with it. And fair play to Chelsea, they were right on it and slotted it away. It's just, yeah.
1: I mean, for that one, I mean, Gun again, uh, he makes um, a clearance just to, I mean, it falls to Mason Mount, doesn't it? That's he? right, yeah. He kicks like, it right at the, the t- beginning of it.
0: Tries to kick it out, yeah.
1: Just, yeah, total failure. Um, then Depey Begnaric. But again, just yeah, awful, awful head of the uh which, I mean yeah, they sort of compound on top of each other all these defensive errors. And yeah, make this is terrible. And and Mason Mount, he's a skate as well, so he's doing all that sort of celebration in front mm-hmm. of the Saints fans.
0: Do you know I haven't been on Twitter since the result? I don't <laughs> I don't think I'm going to, but I can imagine the Pompey fans
1: like I don't either. know where you'd imagine. find them.
0: I can imagine saying something about four. I don't know. I can just see something, but I'm not going anywhere near it for now.
1: Yeah, shut up. Four nil. There you go. Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> um, and then the third one. And again, a total mess. Uh, but not from us. <laughs> it was Valerie. Um, just goes through a little bit. Of, I mean, the, I, I can say that's probably the, the highlight of the game for us. Valerie just goes through and just slips the ball in and ings with a little poke. Two one. Bang! We're back in
1: the game. Yeah, I mean, I was just wonderful the way that um, Valerie was from a throw-in as well. Um, then Valerie he, he takes the throw-in, and then does a quick one-two with Redmond, then just dances around half of their defence. Um, yeah, slides it along to Ings. It. it's not a, not an easy angle to score from, but yeah, you know, to put it right across the keeper. But I mean, Ings has got absolutely nothing to work with really, and he still manages to score almost every game
0: quite a lucky one though I mean it has to be yeah. said it was a bit I, I, from looking at it again on the replay it looked like the um, the lad at the back what's his name Zuma he, mm. he's, he's kicked the ball at Ings's foot and it's just gone in off And but I mean I don't care it's gone in it's another Ings one
1: let's give it to him goal of the month
0: well I mean have we got much more to go on <laughs>
1: <laughs> not so far No. Um, no. Um, I doubt that there's going to be many coming up
0: no Um, And then, okay, this is where it gets really, really difficult for me, because 2-1, we're back in the game, and Kante, um, just five minutes before half-time, just completely destroys the game. That's it, game over. Um, But from what I saw from this, Kante, too much space, too much time, not quick enough to close him down. I don't know where Hoiberg was. I don't know where Romelu was. Um, just yeah just all over the place
1: doesn't it like you even take a slight deflection off of Hoiberg it
0: I does think? take a I I think Hoiberg was a little bit slow to get to the ball I just think that they were all over the place Romelu uh, was up the field It was. Like, I, know, I, I get that it was a counter but I mean come on defensively the whole Slef- thing was a shambles
1: so much space
0: yeah I even called it I was watching it and just thought like, like oh my god he's in space boom 3-1. Game over.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think v- Valo is a part to blame. I, I won't blame Gunn for this one, but um, yeah, Valo just loses alongside at the beginning of that play. Yeah. And yeah, any, any sort of brownie points that he'd notched up um, with that assist just just gone out the window. Me going a half-time, 3-1 down.
0: Yeah, and that's it. Game over. And from what I saw Every time Saints seemed that they were in trouble, all they did was hoof the ball up the field. There was no composure, there was no, let's get the ball down, let's let's just be calm, let's just play, play the ball out of defence. But no, it was just, whether it went back to gun or whatever, whatever defender, hoofed the ball up the field, lost possession straight away.
1: Yeah, I just, mean, you can't build a, a counter-attack at that place, can you?
0: No, it's just giving, the, giving it away, giving the possession away, every single time. Um, And then the second half started... And we had the free kick, and I thought, okay, this is this is Ward Prowse territory. This is this is it. You need you need straight over the crossbar, and that I mean, I guess it's the only
1: fucking hell. I mean, Ward Prowse's um, set pieces were so poor, so so poor. Did they? Um, I think Bertram was taking um, yeah, i sorry, take a, a corner on a free kick there. Um, just yeah, I and mean, that he wasn't any better. No,
0: it's just, it just it's seems awful. like one of those days and nothing, nothing seemed to come off at all. Um, and then we made the substitutions, didn't we? I think Oberfemi come on for long.
1: This is like, like 10 minutes it. before the end of the match, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: You think, well, things are going awfully. I was expecting a half-time change and I was amazed. So at was I, I yeah.
0: I mean, what what would you have done at half-time?
1: Um, shot a lot of them.
0: <laughs> but seriously I mean changes wise what would you have done would you have made um, would you have B- on?
1: Nacket, I would possibly brought on uh, Bufal.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. I mean because we, we were having this discussion at half time thinking that okay so that it's 3-1 either you go for it or you just sit back and just get pounded a little bit more but I thought you're we 3-1 down anyway if you lose 4-1 so be it at least go for it so we were discussing whether to, whether to maybe I consider the thought of maybe taking Hoyberg or Romeo off hmm. and, and bringing on another attacking option like Bufau or Aberfemi or even Stuart Armstrong. So that was that that crossed my mind. But the fact that I mean, he, he, did he do it too late again?
1: Yes, I think he did. I was expecting you know the standard uh, the standards uh, Hassanhassan or sub is. Armstrong on 75th minute That didn't happen this time But um, Yeah I mean Why wait that long Again You've got nothing to lose Um, Sure yeah Long Can't play 90 minutes Um, Yeah Risk Something I mean he's Sort of put all his eggs In one barrel here With um, Playing four at the back Because Only once you've conceded The three goals um, You can't bring on An extra defender Can you
0: No
1: So yeah, why not just go guns go blazing? Out, he, did yeah. do, he did do that, but just, you know, I yeah. had ten minutes to do it.
0: Yeah. And, um, and then the fourth one... Oh, I mean, come on. Oh, it was just... A total... Fucking appalling defensive display again. It was. It
1: just, does, just a pit in mind, it's just a fucking catalogue of errors. I mean, the whole defence is like... On going one man. Like a, like a magnet to polish isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then when he, he passes out to Bachurai it's just, you know, it's just him basically one-on-one with Gun,
0: And Gun lets it go through his legs.
1: <laughs> he fucking nutmegs him, yeah, so... <laughs> uh. Uh, I, I,
0: I, I don't want to laugh, but I just can't do anything else. I, am so, I was so angry at full time, just didn't know what to do. It's just... Uh, as much as it pains me to say, Kev, I, I think that expectations of the summer that I had, I think you did too, about how we've got Haas and starting his season. He's got a whole transfer window. He's got the whole pre-season to work with them. That's gone for me. It's gone. I can't see us picking up points. There's not enough goals in the team. There's not enough creativity in midfield. The defence is an absolute joke. I think... Well, as of now, officially, we are in a relegation battle. And I don't think you can say it's too mm. early to say that. Well, I mean, no. with, with Newcastle winning today, it's pushed them up above Saints. So Saints drop now to 17th. It's it's just nothing but bad news, Kev. I'm sorry, but it is, its
1: is. I'm starting to count every goal. You know, um, that goal difference may come in handy.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um. And it's difficult to even name a man of the match for this game. It's just like, it's picking really. the best of a bad bunch. Really? Okay, well, hit me with yours, and I'll tell you why you're wrong.
1: Um, Ings, what did anybody else do?
0: I mean, the best part about that game was a full-time whistle. I mean, <laughs> I I don't want to pick a man of the match I'll for this was one. much
1: happier at the starting whistle. <laughs> <So> maybe <laughs> yeah. I'd say that that was the best point in the game.
0: Yeah, okay. But the... The Valerie assist, for me, was probably the best part of the game.
1: That was nice, but then, you know, he's fucked it up up um, for for the other goal. And, again, um, proven that... Um, I mean, it was him up against um, Hudson-Odoi on the left, and yeah, there's only one man that that won that battle. Mm.
0: Sure, but, I mean,
1: like I said, you're picking the best of uh, Valerie's, Valerie's the Valerie's your man of the match.
0: Um, well, I've got Valerie for the assist and Ings for the goal, so I'm, I'm, I'll probably give it for Ings for actually putting the ball in the back of the net. That's, that's all you can do.
1: It's, it's I mean, he's got. I mean, look, look at, look at our oh, other options. Redmond. Um, he had a few chances and just absolutely destroyed them, um, sent them in every possible direction but the goal. Um, Shane Long with his usual. Um, Energizer Bunny, uh, but no particular direction. Uh, midfield was awful, all of them equally. Even Romeo, our uh, man of the season so far, didn't look impressive at all. No. Uh, Seems to have lost a lot of his strength. I don't know how that happened. Um, Prousey, I mean, the only thing that he did of any merit was um, that that foul that he didn't even get carded for mm,
0: yeah yeah when he followed through
1: on yeah yeah and I was I was expecting t- t- to you know I, I wouldn't have been surprised if he'd been sent off for that but perhaps he seems to get away with these things and yeah defence I mean do we, I, do we need to get on their back anymore um John whole, yeah Awful. just I mean I've run out of space for the minuses I was putting next to his name so yeah no no that's,
0: I agree that's my, that's um, my I'm going to ask you about Hasenhuizer because I know a lot of fans have been on his back and I don't want this to be like a bashing of him or anything but do you think that with his new let me how do I put this his his ethos of bringing in young players and making a project out of them has a place in the Premier League
1: well yes as Chelsea have just proven today but,
0: Only because they haven't got the money or they've got the transfer embargo, but they still sure. have some decent players around them.
1: Shortly. But it can work. I mean, that's that's why Lampard's in there doing that job, you know. But but, but, um, but then
0: it works with Chelsea because you've got the groundwork already. But a team like Saints that have been struggling over the last couple of years with relegation, do you think that it works for him here?
1: It should do, shouldn't it? Because um, that's what we're most famous for—is uh, the, the brilliant youth system we've got. But. <laughs> again i mean if he's giving some players um more chances than than they deserve and others not enough as they deserve I mean, we don't know how he makes these decisions but you know that these are, these are the prices that you pay um mm. for, for building a squad so you can't expect um, everything to be perfect straight away so I mean, yeah. he, he might be a genius um, I suppose that's debatable, but he's not a fucking musician I yeah. mean, he's, he, yeah. he
0: still he still inherited this this poor squad. That's lacking in some areas, but at the start of the season we never thought it was lacking that much. But I do think it is now.
1: Um, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I mean, you look at that, that squad today. That is a Premier League squad.
0: Yeah, but this is my pro- this is my problem. Looking at that starting eleven, to me, that's our strongest eleven. A minus Angus Gunn for McCarthy for me, personally, and maybe not Shane Long starting up front, but other than that, that's the strongest side that we can possibly put out and we, we didn't manage to get anything out of Tottenham despite having, them having 10 men for over 60 minutes mm-hmm. and we got absolutely ripped apart and look how Tottenham have gone in the last couple of games since that and then we've got torn apart today at home to, to a average Chelsea side.
1: Yeah. I'll say that, they're, they're not brilliant but I mean, <laughs> they're just effective um,
0: I worry because, I mean, you know you know as well as I do that the next few fixtures that are coming up, it's, it's not pleasant reading, mate, and I am starting to get a little bit concerned. I know people always say about how, oh, just give them time, give them, let, let them settle in. It's, it's you know, it's just, October's just started, sure, but I can't see goals. I can't see it. And if you can't beat the teams like, like Tottenham, who are struggling so badly at the moment. And if you get ripped apart by Chelsea like we did today, there are some massive, massive issues with that club.
1: Yeah. Um, let's look at it this way. I mean, to get 36, 38 points that you'd need to survive, um, I would reckon that would be enough this season. I mean, it does seem to be fairly even throughout the bottom half of the table. But, I mean. Okay,
0: but, that, I mean you have to think that Watford are going to start picking it up a little bit. Because there's no Possib- way they're going to be to carry on the way, the way that they are.
1: Possibly, but I mean... Everton that, are never going
0: to finish down there. The, the Everton are too good to be finishing down there, so you think.
1: So you think, but... I mean, Norwich, yeah, Norwich
0: look like they're there for the taking right now.
1: Yeah. Um, so we just need to find five teams that we can beat twice, yeah, more or less, and mm-hmm. um, a, f- a few teams that we can get the odd point off of. And we're doing that when we've beaten... Uh, Sheffield United we've beaten Brighton um, yeah we just need to find three out of, three teams out of those ones around there Watford's uh, Norwich's and, and so on that we can beat Newcastle can be beaten but that's just for this season it's
0: just a, a short term solution we need to be thinking about the future surely
1: but yeah I mean it, it, we're not going to be relegated because we can't beat the likes of Chelsea or Tottenham no or City no or even Wolves so, yeah, I think when it gets to the point that you know we're playing, we're playing some of the weaker teams and we still can't do anything, then, then we really do have to start to worry. But, yeah, it doesn't put us in a very good position uh, at the, m- until mid-November. Um, yeah, we are going to be in the doldrums. But, yeah, the question is, can we pick ourselves up?
2: Yeah, good point. Hi, I'm Matt LaTissier, and thank you for listening
1: to In That Number.
0: Joining us now is host of fan channel Talking Wolves, Dave Azapardi, to talk wolves with us. Welcome, Dave. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, my
2: pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Not a problem. You're welcome. Um, firstly, uh, how are you?
2: I'm very well. Thank you. Yeah. How are you guys?
0: Oh, yeah. We're all right. But I mean, we didn't have a team playing in Europa League tonight. So I bet you're, <laughs> I bet you're buzzing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. Good good win in the end but yeah it's, just, it's still a bit of a weird surreal feeling you know after two years ago playing in the championship to now being you know on these Thursday European nights in Istanbul yeah it's, uh, oh, it's a weird me, feeling.
0: We know all about that yeah. We just, <laughs> 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 um, right so first um, tell us about Talking Wolves and like how long you've been doing it for.
2: So uh, yeah well I've been doing sort of the content creation side of things throughout uh, five years now so I just started off doing a YouTube channel mainly just to in my spare time after work i was playing a little bit of the video game football manager doing more of that getting a bit of a following and i thought you know what? i've actually got a core following here and i was why don't i start giving my thoughts on walls games Started the old little vlogging thing doing match reviews after the games and it it sort of blew up quite quickly and then um a few different walls sort of vloggers and people doing similar thing came on the scene and someone said to me why don't you just create a channel and get all these people in one place Maybe do the old, you know, the old faithful of getting a microphone outside the ground and interviewing fans. So we did that for a little period. So sort of, I think it was about halfway through the championship winning seasons. So it was about the February. Um, I thought, you know, well, let's just start it up, you know, whilst walls are on a high. Let's see if we can get this channel going. So, um, it's just under two years old. And, you know, we've got um, almost 5,000 subscribers on YouTube now. Something something that I just thought would be a little YouTube channel has almost turned into a whole social media platform now, though, because Twitter's got close to 9,000 followers. You know, Facebook and Instagram got a 1,000 followers. And it's turned into, like, almost like a little part-time job. But I'm really enjoying it. Um And it gets really good traction, especially sort of after the games where I upload the reviews. It's one of the sort of go-to places for the wall sort of thing. So I'm really happy with that. Something that's still quite young. It's uh, quite a big, uh, quite a big project. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you like tapped into it at the perfect time as well. I think so as
2: well. Yeah. Yeah. Like as I say, I just wanted to get it up whilst we're on a high. Um, you know, get the foundations down what before we get into the Premier League. And I think it's worked quite well. I think the timing, timings were good.
0: See, Kev, that's where we failed. (laughs) Because <laughs> Saints, Saints are never on a high, so.
2: <laughs> yes, uh, I think
1: Mark Hughes was manager when we started, wasn't it?
0: That's right, yeah.
1: <laughs> say nothing more than that. Um, yeah. So, what's the vibe been like this season? Um, uh, with I mean, people's expectations are quite high, considering you've got that extra Europa League. Yeah, they're, well, they're
0: they're so weirdly I, high, though. Well, yeah, I mean, like a couple of years ago, like you, what you say, you won the championship. Yeah. And I have to confess I kind of like I don't know about you Kev but I had the, I had wolves like either going down or in a in a fight.
1: No I mean, way. Did you no. not? Well see I did no, I because
0: and I thought well last season was just incredible and you like you won over so many neutrals in, including myself. Yeah. Um I really, really enjoyed watching the new side and how, you know how they mesh together because you know it's not always <laughs> the case. You get, you spend lots of money, you get new players in, you've got no chemistry, like we saw with Fulham last year. Um But, like, Nuno didn't seem to have a problem with it. Finished, what, seventh last year? Europa League. Um, you couldn't have expected anything better than that, right? But then this season, like, one win from seven. What was changed there? I mean, is it just, like, Europa, uh, Europa League with not yeah. having the squad big enough?
2: So, it's a weird one because I always hate to use the Europa League as an excuse. But, sort of, I've almost been resigned to it over the last couple of weeks because, at the start, at the start of the season. To be fair, we, we had some fixtures in my eyes which were tricky. I think the expectations were, despite it been in that extra competition and all the extra sort of air miles and stuff, the expectations were so high. And um, you know, I, I thought if we can, if we can get, you know, towards the top seven again, I thought that's going to be that would be a huge achievement. Um, and I think it's slowly but surely people are starting to realise how good and how how much I don't. Well, sort of how how much we overachieved last season almost. But I think this season, you know, we've already played Leicester, who are probably, you know, they're in the top four at the moment. We've already played Everton, who on their day, you know, they're they're too inconsistent. But you know, they're up there as well. Uh we've played United, we've played Chelsea. Um so we have had our our, our share of, you know, the tough fixtures. Yeah. Um but in terms of performances, they've just not been good enough and we do look tired. And as I said, I hate to use the Europa League as an excuse, but that is, you know, that is an excuse, and it's it's almost strange at times that for me I hate international breaks, but I'm looking forward to them just so half of our squad can just have a quiet period and relax. Like Raul Jimenez, they even said it during the match today. He's not like since 2012, he's been in a European comp, he's been in an international competition every every summer. Wow. He's not had any time off every year since 2012. So like. It's obviously 2012 or 2014, but still it's a ridiculous amount of time. You know what I mean? So. It
0: is a lot to ask, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, like, he was phenomenal for us last year. I'm sure we'll talk about him a little bit more later, but, um, he just looks leggy. He scored six goals already this season in all comps, including yeah. the Europa League. But, like, even today against Besiktas and a general in the league this season, without any support near to him, he's just struggling to conjure up any opportunities on his own. But, um, in terms of, yeah, as I say, in terms of performances, it, they're a lot slower and they're a lot more sluggish than they have been this season, but, um, I think it's just going to take us a, that little bit of time to adjust, uh, to life in the Europa League. And hopefully now, after this Europa League, we can, uh, really knuckle down. Um, after this international break, rather, we can really knuckle down.
0: Well, I mean, you, you say you've got, you've gone away to Turkey tonight and you doesn't get any easier. You've got to go to City, haven't you, on Sunday? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah so that's, that's a, lot of more games, miles.
0: Yeah, it's just... yeah.
2: Well, it's, it's, I think, especially with the away Europa game, because you've got that travelling, um, I really want to see how we compare from home Europa game to home league game or home Europa game to away league game, rather than your away game to away game yeah, or away yeah. game to home game, to see if there is any major difference in performance. Um But yeah, I'm still looking forward to it. I'm still confident. Obviously, we got that first win in the season against Watford last week, uh, who were very poor. Uh, we were better. One of our better performances this season, although a split in the fan base again. Uh, some people hmm. weren't that impressed with it. Um, but I was happy with the performance. As I say, getting a win against a team such as Watford, I think it would have been embarrassing after they'd, you know, had eight knocked past them if we couldn't get anything against them. Sure. So good win nonetheless. And, um, yeah, hopefully we just get that little bit of momentum now.
1: Um, we've seen it before with, uh, Burnley last season that. Yeah, right. The yeah. Europa League does take it out. I mean, yeah, like I said, maybe sort of overachieved for what you would have expected. Yeah. And you don't, like, they, they, Burnley definitely didn't have the depth of squad to, to deal with the, all of the extra fixtures. Um, what do you think about the squad this season? Do you think you've got that depth of squad to, uh,
2: Well, it's a weird, and, yeah, it's a weird thing because people kept, kept comparing us a lot to Burnley at the start of the season. And I sort of, I sort of saw where people were coming from, but I thought at the end of the day, we've probably got a stronger squad than them. Um, and we had more money to spend in the summer. But then I totally looked at it in different style as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. but then I looked at it and Burnley were knocked out in the qualifying; they like, didn't even get to the group stage. So, yeah. like people, people were comparing it, and I was there like, but how? Why? Why do people keep collating that? Because Burnley, before like before the middle of August, would have been out of the competition. But then at the same time, I'm pretty disappointed with Wolves and and our summer in terms of signings because Nuno, uh, whilst he's been at Wolves, really enjoys a small squad and. It makes sense to have a big squad for Europe, um, and the fact that we've still probably only got a squad of 19, 20 players is is ridiculous, yeah, really. Yeah, so, um, I mean,
0: am I yeah. right in thinking that the only transfer they made were like the making the loanees permanent?
2: Well, that was the main business. Yeah, um, we did do other business such as Catrone, um, Vallejo on loan, but obviously that wasn't a permanent. And then we brought in we we brought in a lot of sort of a lot younger players sort of fringe players or players that were going to play in the academy with maybe a view to looking into the first team. Um, but I was pretty disappointed. Even, even if we weren't spending the money, even if we were bringing in more loan players, because I think what they were cautious of was buying all these players because our transfer window shut before the final uh, qualifying round, buying all these players and then getting knocked out by Torino, which obviously wasn't the case, but Mm. I think that that was their worry. But in that case, just just bringing a load of loan players maybe on a 6 month loan or just a loan until the end of the season yeah. pretty risk free um just and just in, let them
0: know. just bring yeah. in the rest of the portugal squad yeah <laughs> exactly could have taken cedric from us that would be
2: <laughs> but yeah um yeah in terms of squad size i think everyone's pretty disappointed with that but um it'll be interesting to see how hard they go in on the january Chancellor window uh, this season okay how, how far do you think you can go in the europa league um I'd be pretty disappointed if we didn't get out of our group, especially after the performance we had today. Um, Did you draw the first game? Yeah, uh, we lost actually to oh, Braga, oh, which was a bit yeah that was a big shock at home because um, I think everyone was just sort of expecting us to win that game. Um But yeah, we were poor in that game. They they just they, sort of similar to this game. I think it would have taken a big error for for uh, any team to score, and that's what happened. Wolves made the error, and uh, Braga took advantage, and they've won in Glava. So they've sort of got the advantage now, but I think we've got that three points. Uh, I think if Braga get another one against Besiktas, Besiktas are more or less out of the group, which is a mm. massive shot. Because they were like the top top seed. Um But yeah, I'm I'm comfortable. I'm confident that we're going to get out of the group. In terms of, I think we need to top the group if we want to go far, because obviously if we finish second, we've got a huge huge risk that we're going to get one of the Champions League teams that come down, and that sure, could be anyone. Yeah, yeah, you know. sure. So um, yeah, I think. Uh, I'd be disappointed if we don't get out of the group, but I'd, I'd love a little run. I, I'm not expecting us to win it, but maybe second knockout round, quarterfinal, something like that would be that would be a great achievement for the club.
0: Um, and what about the Premier League? Where do you where do you expect you
2: finishing? Oh, that? Obviously, I said that I wanted to be realistic, but if anyone ever asked me, I did say sort of top half still. Um, I think. Okay, anywhere...
0: well, well, what's more important to you, the, the league or Europa League? That's a tough question.
2: Yeah. Um. <sighs> I prob- probably well for me personally obviously I'd love a Europa League run as long as we stay up comfortably like it's not squeaky bum time any time during the season and have a decent Europa League run for me that's a decent season um so you're talking I'd,
0: like like 10th and a quarter final
2: yeah I'd be happy with that more than happy with that I'd, I'd be I I'd, I'd have mid table this season more than happy to have mid table um I still think all these pundits and fans talking about anybody breaking into the top 6 I would be very shocked I know it's still early in the season, but I fully expect Man United and, and everyone else to still be up there. Maybe, maybe, maybe Leicesters could break, just sneaking I think at Leicester sixth. Leicester might. I don't think
0: United. I think United have got nothing. West Ham. Yeah, West Ham.
2: I think, Le- I think Leicester might sneak in at sixth, but will, n- no team will break into the top four for I a can't, number of years.
0: I can't see United finishing the top eight now. I just think they just look done. I just, I don't, I don't think they're going to sack Solskjaer. I just don't think they've got nothing. Again tonight, yeah. another oh crap yeah. display.
2: Yeah, but I, I, for Wolves, I'd be happy with, as long as we're not in a relegation dogfight throughout the season, you know, not going into February. you know, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that team that's in the Europa League semi-final and could still get relegated, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I
0: don't think um, so. <laughs> <I> <laughs> but yeah, yeah.
2: I'd, I'd be happy to finish anywhere between sort of 8th and 12th uh, and a decent Europa League ca- campaign. Yeah, I'll take that. Well, I mean, what does it matter?
1: You know, I mean, um, as long as you're not in a relegation struggle.
2: Yeah, um, just
1: just have fun in Europe.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely, just enjoy it. Um, so onto the game then. So Saturday the nineteenth, three p.m. kickoff. Um, last season, uh, we lost two nil at Malinu, and then at St Mary's we won three one. Actually, do you know what I remember last season, Kev? That Wolves was one of the easier ones to preview because. Like the way that Wolves set up, they usually have like the three at the back. Um, because
2: literally you could, you could yeah. guess our team player for player last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly.
0: Be... Um, Bolly, actually he's actually in my fantasy football team. So. <laughs> um, and Cody and all that at the back. They utilize the win backs, really, really solid midfield with, um, Neves, then Dandonka. Um, rely on a lot of pace counter attacking football. And then you've got your goals from Jimenez. Um, yeah. you've got a world class goalie and you've got mm-hmm. John Ruddy as a backup. So, you know, the side is full of talent and I just think they're going to cause us problems all over the place. But it's it's a bit of a slow start. But what what can we expect from this match?
2: Well, It'll be interesting, I think, to see how how we'll set up and obviously who comes back fresh and fit from uh, the international break. Um, Predominantly, um, obviously, when we won the championship, we played with like a almost like a 3-4-3. or a five two three. So you got your three your two wingers and your striker, your two central midfielders, your two wing backs and your three centre backs. Um and we smashed the championship with that tactic. And then we came into the Premier League with it and it was really, really shaky. We started off okay last season. Um but coming into November, I think we lost about six or seven games on the bounce, so or didn't get a win, which was for me it's still crazy the fact that we finished seventh and we went on that run throughout the yeah. season. Um so we changed tactic against Chelsea, I think. Uh We went three in the middle and two up front and we, we trounced them. And um ever since then, we just stuck with that tactic. Obviously got us into an FA Cup semi-final, obviously got us to seventh place and into Europe. Uh But this season, again, that tactic just seems really, really sluggish. So the last two games or so, we, we've reintroduced that 3-4-3. Three, three. And the introduction of the wingers and the overlaps with the wingbacks has worked quite well. And that's how we played again against uh, Bashiktas for the majority of the game. So, against City, I wouldn't be surprised to see us go back and pack the midfield. Um, but against you guys, I'd expect us probably to, to bring out the wingers again and just add that little bit more going forward. Um, so yeah, I'd expect like a 3-4-3 formation. Um, and I think at the moment, our key man and probably our player of the season so far is someone like Adama Traore, which is, uh, weird, weird to, weird to say because he was a player last season. I think everybody was disappointed with. But he's been unreal this season. And even today, every game we're crying out for him uh, just Mm. to make something happen. So, um, yeah, it's been great. Mm. Yeah.
1: He he tore us apart when we played away, didn't he? Mm. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, It's it's, it's always the players that have a a disappointing run that seem to do well against us. So, yeah, I'd be afraid of him.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, as I say, last year he was was dire. But um, I think it didn't help him because, obviously, as I said, we changed the formation. So, we played quite narrow. And it was almost like, right, we've paid 18 million for him. We've got to try and shoehorn him in somewhere. So we played in one or two games at right wing back. Um Which, to be fair, he, th- he played against Cardiff at home and he was he was good because Cardiff didn't really put much pressure on the side of the pitch to the other within a few seconds. And like you've created an attack out of nothing. Um He played a few games at striker, but he just hasn't got the the brains or the mentality for it to be a striker whatsoever. <laughs> um But this season, but boy, be started- yeah. yeah, he can. Run. Yeah, this season he um he started as a right wing back against the lower teams like Crusaders and Punic in the Europa League. Did all right, obviously, because they're not going to offer much. Got found out a little bit in a couple of games in the Premier League. But Matt Doherty's come back from fitness because he was a bit shaky at the start of the season, and uh, now Adama's obviously can slot in back in his favoured right wing position. And I think that obviously that's what's working well for him. He's matured a little bit at a year at the club in his actual position that he's a little bit better in. And, uh, yeah, I think he's got six assists already this season. So decent return and, uh, just looks threatening whenever he's going forward. So
1: who else should we be afraid of then?
2: I think, as I say, Adama's probably the, the man at the moment. Um, it does fully depend on how we play, but I'd assume if then Donker sits in the midfield with Matinho, uh, that's how we've been playing in the league at the moment. Um, Bettino's been great, just sitting deep, um, and, and just spraying the balls out left and right. He's, he's just a little workhorse for someone that's, you know, probably getting towards the end of his career. He's still got so much energy and he's a really, really good player. Um, and obviously Jimenez on his day. I, I know he's had a, he's had a few off games recently, but on his day, you know, he could score any number of goals and he'll take that half chance, Raul Jimenez. So, uh, I think that those are the couple of players that you, that Southampton really need to look out for.
0: Um, and what about, what about the biggest threat from Saints, if any?
2: I think if, if Saints are going to get anything out of us, it's probably down the wings or possibly from range. Um, so obviously, I know you guys obviously know, know your team a little bit better than me. I, I always find this a bit funny because pe- people always say, like, for argument's sake, if I asked you the question or someone else, a lot of people would say Neves or something like that. But for me, mm. Neves is one of our poorest performers, mm. especially recently. Um, but in regards to Saints, I think someone obviously like you, Nathan Redmond's possibly, he's been, you know, on, on, on the wings if he's playing quite wide. Yeah, um, it's a popular Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I think he's probably going to be the man that's mm. going to create anything for you to have any joy.
1: Just got back off injury, so yeah, <laughs> he's looking to get stuck in. Yeah. After got smashing one at around. the end against Bumpy as well. Yep. <laughs>
0: yep, yep. Um, right, okay, can
2: I get a score prediction from you? Score prediction. I always tend to back my own team, uh, so don't be offended. No, 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 with, that's fine. I'm going to go two-one Wolves. <laughs> okay, Kev. I don't know. You know,
1: I mean, we we always um tend to do well against sides that have a similar style to us, and uh, yeah, we always manage to get confused by sides that um set up defensively. But I, I just think we're going to cancel each other out in this match. And uh, I reckon it's going to be a draw. So I'm going to say 1-1. One, one.
0: <laughs> well, I don't care. I've got exactly the same thing written down. <laughs> I'm not changing it. Uh, I, I, read I, your I totally agree. I sh- I mean, they're exactly <laughs> the same in the league, aren't they? I think Wolves are one place ahead of us on goal difference. But, like, yeah, I think... I think exactly what you said. I think everyone's going to cancel each other out, and I think it was going to be a one-one. Probably but we're probably going to score from the penalty spot, if I'm honest. But
1: you know, I mean, possibly I, I, press quick or something.
0: Yeah, I, I looked at the fixtures about a month ago with you, actually, Carl. I think we were talking on the show, and I couldn't see us taking many points against these teams coming up. But because of the this
1: is the thing, yeah,
0: because of the form all, of Wolves, I thought, you know, deep in the Europa League group stage and all that, it might be the right time to be playing them. So I thought, yeah, a nice hard-earned point, and I, you know, I probably take that.
1: Possibly, but yeah, Dave put the shits right through me. I mean, all the like practically all the um, teams that he listed that we've played um, are our upcoming fixtures for the next uh, yeah. <laughs> like six weeks or so yeah so I mean we're in the same position now but I mean in six weeks time like fuck knows where we're going to be
2: yeah but I mean yeah. we've, so we yeah, definitely
1: need something from
2: us. we've still got, obviously to play City we've got Arsenal as well and there uh, in November I'm pretty sure we've got all, all our December fixtures are City, Liverpool and Spurs so like
0: Oh, sorry, it's, I should right time to play Spurs as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we've got, like, last season, obviously, as you guys know, we had such a good record against the top six. We just didn't capitalise against the teams lower down. I think this season it's almost got to be the opposite because the yeah. chances of us getting that joy against the top six again is so slim. So it's uh it's going to be really interesting to see how how things work out for us this season.
0: Okay, so if you could pick one Saints player to fit in your current Wolves side, who would you take and
2: why? Ooh, I I think Wolves. If we need to improve anywhere, is probably depth in the forward positions or defensively.
1: Um. Hmm. Can't help you in defence, Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna look.
2: I was looking at maybe someone like Vestergaard, but I remember seeing him. <laughs> you can have it. I, remember, uh, I remember seeing him at Molyneux and I thought he turned. I think the Titanic turned quicker than he. Nice things about Buffal. I think he's got a bit, yeah. t- a little bit of a tricks up his sleeve and so on. And I've always liked Hoiberg as well, but I don't know yeah, how yeah. well he's been no, getting on we... South. Because I remember, I, I remember when, yeah, I remember when he um. Made his debut for Bayern. You know, it was just one of them mm. games. It was a BT sport that I watched. I thought, all oh, right, I'll listen out. And then like the year after he joined Saints, I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, obviously you ward Prowse's and so on. Just that, that, that those quite sort of players. I think well. a lot of people yeah, like Yeah. Mm, yeah but I think it adds that homegrown as well. And I think yeah. in terms of a squad player, I think he'd be a good option.
0: I think if that question was reversed, there's no question I'm taking Connor Cody because Saints, I mean, the, I just, I mean Kev, you'll, you'll back me up. And if whenever I watch Saints defend a corner, or just defend in, in any sense, I just freak out. I can't handle it. We are desperate for a leader at the back, um, yeah. someone that can organise, and we haven't had that for a while, and Connor Cody would be absolutely perfect for that team. And I say, I'm a, I'm a fan of Traore. I think he's underrated. I think yeah. you know he'd fit in with us quite well. Um, I actually heard a report this week that he could be sold.
2: I saw that as well. It's uh, a Roma or something like that. But yeah, I. But then I read the actual report, and it was there like Roma uh, are interested in him, but it depends who their manager is going to be next summer and oh, what system factors, he's going to play yeah. next summer. They're like, oh yeah, one of those. So hmm. yeah, I, don't, I think I think they were rumored with him last year as well. So it's, it's one of those r- weird. Like the Italian sources are so strange when it comes to transfer gossip. So oh, yeah, no. I just,
0: oh, no, it's all I normally, well. I
2: normally post all of the rumours on, on talking walls. And I looked at that one and I think, nah, I'm going to give that one a miss. Yeah, I think. No, <laughs> <about> it,
0: <yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, I'll take Connor Cody. Maybe we could do a swap Cody for Vestergaard. I'll it. I'll be having that. How about you?
1: The, uh, <laughs> um, no, you took the words, um, right out of my mouth. I mean, um, if, if, if we got a problem with, with, with wing backs, like it looks like we might have at the moment, then maybe take Doherty. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, obviously, our, our, our pressing need is his for someone, um, with their head screwed on at the centre of defence. And yeah, Karnakode kind of would be just ideal. Questions? Okay. Um, so, yeah, why do you support wolves? Oh, mm. no, not that one. Um, <laughs> 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 um yes. yeah. So, um, we, we asked the same question, uh, to all of our guests. Uh, so, um, would you, rather wear a West Brom shirt for five years or sleep in
2: a haunted house for ten? Jeez. <laughs> uh, I don't know, that's a tough, that's a tough question that is. Or was like the West Brom shirt, I go wear it every day, all day. Every day for five years, all day, yeah every
1: day. And you got sleep in it
2: though. Ooh. A haunted house for ten. I <sighs> think both answers I'm going to sound stupid for either answer here. I think you've got me over a barrel. You know um, what?
0: Just, to, just to help you, I actually said I'd rather wear a Pompey
2: shirt. You know, I, I, think I, I think I might wear that so oh, I can yeah. actually I can still have a decent night's sleep even <laughs> though I'm wearing yeah I'll, I'll, I'll go for the West Brom shirt Ooh,
0: controversy mm.
2: yeah
0: okay uh, would you rather be
2: you twice heard th- it here first
0: yeah <laughs> uh, would you rather be twice the height of Peter Crouch or half the height of Lionel Messi
2: again <laughs> um, probably say twice the height Whee but yeah two day. meter Peter so four meter Dave yeah yeah, that
1: one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what sort of advantages do you think it would give you?
2: Great for. Um, but then out there, I was thinking small. Being small, I think you get a lot more stick for being small. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I go.
0: I took the height as well, so yeah. Me and you on the same page. Yeah,
2: I think I'll be. I'll take I the mean, height. I yeah.
1: you, you might get stick for being 13 foot tall, but you're not going <laughs> to fucking hear it from up there, are you? Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, we, 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 we love a good, uh, a good fan chant here. So, so what's your favourite, uh, terrorist chant that, that, that you'd hear at Mullanyu?
2: Um, I, at the moment, uh, I think it, I like the Nuno had a dream one. Because ever, all, all actually, I say that one. Yeah, Nuno had a dream is a popular one, especially last year. Um, or C si Senor for Raul Jimenez. <laughs> I think, uh, the Liverpool fans aren't too happy with us. That one, um, as always. Yeah. But, um, yeah, see, si senor, I like that one, but it's, it's just getting everyone on it at the same time. But once a whole of our sort of, um, the, our South Bank, where, where all the sort of chanting comes from, as soon as they're on there, on that chant, it does sound, sound good. Especially when obviously, uh Raul bags a goal. <laughs>
0: that's good. Um, Kev, do you have anything else?
1: All right. Um, no, that's it. I think, I think we, we've asked all our questions. I think we have. Um, but yeah, it's been absolute pleasure to chat with you.
2: Thank you.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, thanks for coming on. It's been, it has been a pleasure. Um, I do, I sincerely hope that Wolves can turn things around. Um, you've got a really good side there. have got a great coach. Um, and the last couple of seasons, I have really enjoyed watching them. So yeah, best of luck for the rest of the season. But just not next week. Or <laughs> the week after. Um, yes. But yeah, enjoy the game.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me on. And uh, obviously, best of luck to you guys as well.
0: Cool, thank you very much.
2: Cheers, thanks. Cheers, Dave. Up the Saints.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, welcome back to the Extra Time segment where we're going to go straight into the predictions. So, last week, I predicted, (laughs) stupidly, um, 1-1, Saints-Chelsea. Brilliant. Brilliant again, Ray. Mystic Ray. Um, And, Kev, (laughs) you predicted a 2-1. Chelsea win, so obviously Chelsea won, so you get the points there. So that leaves it sixteen ten to you. Christ, this is starting to look like the Premier League table, isn't it? Uh,
1: it's all over. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, again, don't write yourself off just on that yet. Um, I might Liverpool it up. <laughs>
0: Okay um super six so uh, round we had two rounds in the week obviously the Premier, the uh, Champions League midweek was round 12 and the winner of that was Stuart White with 16 points massive. Well done Stuart. Um, and of course Stuart had the overall lead then with 110 overall but then round 13 came which was yesterday's Saturday's uh, round. Neil Parsons took it with 13 points. Leaving the overall lead still with Stuart White on 119. So yeah, there we go. 119, Stuart White, leader. Uh, Kevin, fantasy football.
1: Well, I'll, I have to start by apologising. I erroneously gave our manager of the munch for manager of the munch.
0: <laughs>
1: the I manager of the munch. Uh, manager of the munch. Yes. Uh, well. He can keep that title. Uh, (laughs) Matt Markstone, so you are manager of the munch, but our manager of the month for September is Nathan Shelley with his Play-Doh Plop Plop. (laughs) I love it. Who scored 197.
0: Wow. That's a big month. Yes. Well done. Play-Doh Plop Plop.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That's a very mature uh, team name. Um, Not like uh, Fifty Shades of Shea. Hey, um, how they go on? So, Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm. I haven't looked that far down the table. I'm sorry, mate. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh God, so you are point five out there. I'm twenty eighth. I'm thirty eighth. Oh, yes, you are. There you are. Oh God, why can't I find you? So, yeah, my Ralph and Romeo are on uh, 392 points in 28th position in our league, and you're in 38th position with 383. But um, it does say eight points scored for the week, uh, which isn't
0: no, accurate. No, at the moment, I'm on 24.
1: Well, mine's saying 26.
0: Ah, OK, so... Yeah, I had Wan-Bissaka in, who didn't play today, um, and I got again, I put Nathan Ake on the bench, who scored two, so other than that, all my players have scored, so that's that, that's a good thing, I suppose, but they just underperformed, because I mean, I had Chelsea, I had I as had Cueta in my team, so he only scored the two points, I made the right decision taking out Kasper Schmeichel and putting Matt Ryan in, by the way, that was a good one, um, but I've got Full of Saints, Man United, and Man City, and we all know how that did. So that's why I only scored the 24 points.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, my back line's always looking uh, quite good. Um, I've got uh, I've drafted in Burnt Leno um, in goal. He worked out for, nice nicely for me, and Patrick Van Aanholt has been uh, brilliant for me this season. And it was a good job I didn't. I was thinking of transferring Matt Target out kept in and he's he's been great. Yeah, I saw that, um, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Wesley, who was in my team, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> obviously in the dream team for this week. Uh, but yeah, I actually captained none other than Timo Pukki.
0: Ah, unlucky.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Are
0: you gonna you jumped on the Pukki bandwagon? Are you gonna I take did. Him I off didn't. Now? I didn't
1: want to. Yeah, and you know that he's gonna end up going on a scoring spree and it'll be so expensive, <laughs> I won't be able to afford him. <laughs> Uh, so maybe I'll have to warm the bench for a bit um, Yes Top uh, so as always is John Bailey poti- John Bailey's Deportivo handlebar uh, We should pre-record this announcement I think for future <laughs> uh, episodes uh, Yeah He's Over the 500 mark now He's got 44 points for this week my Did my captain goodness. Aguero though uh, He's got Mason Mount And Tammy Abraham in his team so I'm blaming everything on you.
0: <laughs> OK, Kevin, are you ready for the Where Am I?
1: Oh, Ooh, OK. Yeah. Let's do.
0: OK, so you haven't failed. So you haven't got one wrong yet, have you? I don't think you've gone down as far as the fourth clue. Is that right? That mm. can't be right, surely.
1: Maybe. The Leicester one was quite bad. Wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, I threw you a curveball, though. OK, so right, where am I? Location, north-west.
1: Hmm. That's always a tough one. Yes. Always a tough one because there's a lot of teams around there.
0: That's why I picked it. Hmm. I bet you fucking get it? I just...
1: Preston North End.
0: Oh my God! You got it wrong. OK. <laughs> um, population, 88,818. Ooh, OK.
1: I could have said Preston after that as well, Come on, I? Um, mm. uh, maybe. Oof. See, I'm thinking these places are bigger than that, aren't they? Um, how about Bury?
0: They don't exist anymore, Kevin. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs>
0: so I'm taking that as your answer. So I'm going to go on to the third clue. OK, okay the stadium capacity is 16,000.
1: 587 okay it's not a big one it's not a small one Um, that's what she said (laughs) it's not a compliment I dig either um uh, 16,000 16,587
0: they worked hard for that 587
1: Kev I'm sorry yeah I don't want to begrudge from that um shit fucking hell okay uh can't be any of the, It's not Liverpool. It could be Manchester. Oh, it's not... It's not uh, I have a guess. Mm, I, I, yeah, but I want to make it an educated guess. Like, ooh, I'm not going to guess Liverpool, am I? Um, Is that your guess? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I think Anfield's a little bit bigger than that. No, it's their um, training ground, Kev. Oh, <laughs> uh, right, yes. It's Liverpool under-21s. Um, you,
0: you honestly think I'd have Liverpool on this show?
1: No. Ooh, okay. Um Carlisle.
0: Carlisle. was up the north, mate. That's Cumbria.
1: No, it's still northwest, isn't it?
0: Mm, I would have said north, just north for them.
1: We can't just say just north, can you? We? Well, I, I mean said, it's like the northwest or well, north east.
0: I said north last week. I just said no I just said east last week, so yeah, I would have just <laughs> okay. said no. Um, okay, so no it's not. Uh, the nickname Super Whites Rovers or the Whites. I think I've got you here. Tranmere. Well done. Fourth clue. Good one. Tranmere Rovers. Uh, local rivals. Who are the local rivals, by the way?
1: Uh, I don't know. Tranmere. Where is Tranmere? Is it in Cheshire?
0: It's in Birkenhead.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, Cheshire, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Chester City.
0: Yeah, Chester or Liverpool i have got written Liverpool down there. But teams, some, some yeah. people say that Wrexham. I, I mean, Wrexham's Wales, isn't it? What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just like, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to get a a Tranmere fan on it one day. But, yeah, apparently a lot of people say Wrexham. Um, Stadium, would you like to have a stab at the stadium name?
1: Is it the Liquimoli Stadium?
0: (laughs) Uh, No, it's not. It doesn't actually have a sponsor. It is Ah. Brenton Park.
1: Brenton Park, yeah. Brenton Park
0: in Birkenhead, yes.
1: Jeez, I still have to... I have to I've got to learn these. Sorry, yeah, Liqui Moly, if you're listening, um, you could have a sponsorship deal on your hands.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, I think... Do you know what? That is about it. I just want to say one thing, though. We did have a guest lined up for today. It was um, Robbie from Edit Southampton and Saints World. But, unfortunately, he had to cancel at the last minute. Um, but he was, you know... He was such a nice bloke. It just he like messaged me this morning he was really really sorry about doing i thought going come on man you know it our little tiny show but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter so yeah if you're listening robbie yeah you're free to come on any other time so don't worry about it it's all cool um but other than that i think we're done kev i think unless you you have a
1: russian phrase i did have a russian phrase but i think you may have actually um said it already um oh really so yeah, but um, for the benefit of uh, of, of our listeners, um, Scatteryob. Scatteryob, <laughs> We've had that a couple of times. I we? Um, but yeah, we we can we can together we can we can teach uh, the world of of saints podcasting listeners uh, how to swear in Russian when your your team has a terrible game. So yeah, uh, the, my mnemonic of the day is so yeah, what uh, what do you get if you don't pay your urine loan
0: <laughs> I don't know
1: bizjits
0: oh I just said it oh yeah, yeah.
1: bizjits
0: bizjits yeah. <laughs> and that means like total fucking disaster
1: so I mean the root of it is cunt so I mean I don't even know <laughs> what translate translate as a cunt up or something like that oh, okay. <laughs> what a total cunt up bizjits ok nice I use yep. it
0: frequently now.
1: <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Should use it morning, noon and night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you you frequently do as a Saints fan anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> More than I'd like to.
0: Yeah. Okay, right, and on that note, up the Saints.
1: Up the Saints, please.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.